Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine, blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation, blase, blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase. Cause this is the Cure Is The Conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guest, blase, blase, as they share their story and insights, blase, blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light, blase, blase, cause the cure is a conversation, blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen, blase, blase. Greetings, greetings, greetings. I am Queen Bee Divine and welcome. It's turkey lurkey time. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny. There's exactly what I did works exactly for the topic that we are going to talk about. And so let me reintroduce myself. I'm Queen Be Divine and this is a Cure as a Conversation where talk is enlightening and conversation is delicious. The Cure is Conversation for real. And why do I say the Cure is a Conversation? Because conversation for me was one of the earliest tools to help me manifest the best version of who I needed to be. So I'm gonna share my joy and my calling to you. And today I have a wonderful guest. And you know, before I even introduce this guest, the energy that, you know that I met this guest in is beautiful. And no matter how many times we talk and share a stage, the energy is always there. So let me just give you a little background on my guest. I was very blessed to be on his talk show, um, the Lost Traveler podcast. I'm correct. I was, uh, you know, he invited me on, and his name is. Henry C. Allen, and now he could correct that to you, but he always has a way of correcting it with his Henry C. or Henry C. Allen, because he's a person that I admire who really knows who he is. And because of this energy and this this cohesiveness I found in him, we did we we are doing a show that is live called Classic Screenshots. Mondays and that is a show that we talk about movies and how they affect our mental health in the times that they were produced and directed and how we can bring the information forward. So it's no wonder I want to have him on this special podcast called Toxicity. <laughs> Why do I call it Toxicity? Because you know what? When we talk, we really have to really manage the energy and be aware of the energy that comes out of our mouth when we say words, when we infect our words with the energy that we have inside. So let's get down to it and let me introduce Henry. And like I said, blase blase means tell your story. So welcome, Henry, and thanks for being here. Thank you, Queen B. It's a privilege and a pleasure, always. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Um, you know, it's funny that we were talking behind the scenes and we have many conversations behind the scenes. And sometimes, yep. of a slip of the tongue, we create magic. And I'm, I, I have trouble saying it because I'm going to say there's so many sisters. But the word is 
toxicity. Toxicity, I can't even say it. So but I'm gonna say it slowly. I'm gonna say it slowly. Toxicity. And we know the word toxicity in 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 in, in worlds that it's not it's not good for you. It's not healing. It's not healing. Toxic energy is not healing, but you can learn from it. And just like toxic, toxic, T-A-L-K, we can talk and we can hurt each other when we talk, right? So this is a, this is a, a conversation that, you know, Henry and I are going to have about how to speak well and how to convey healing energy opposed to toxicity energy. So continue, Henry. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm really good. Yes, I, I also agree that communication is key. It is the cure. And it's a universal life skill. Every single person on the planet, all 8 billion of us now, we have reached that number uh, and surpassed it. And we all learn the same the same essential universal life skills communication is a big one right yes and emotional literacy how do we deal with our stuff and how do we sort out what is ours from what is being projected onto us by other people how do we own our own toxicity and recognize that everyone is carrying their own Little vial of poison. You know? <laughs> I love that little vial. Our words, yes, you know, words can harm or they can heal, and you're right. Um, you know, cause when we sat there and we had this conversation, and I said, you know what, I was doing this, and I, I felt a toxic energy. You know, it's like toxicity. I'm still, you know, forgive me, listening audience, but um, um, the word is toxicity. See, I still can't say it. Toxicity, yes, it's 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 a it's a tongue twister. It's, it's it really a mouthful, is. isn't it? It's a mouthful, but you know exactly what I mean, listening audience, yeah. curious audience, that things can be toxic if we're not careful. And when we came upon this thought process, like, hey, toxicity, that's what it means. It means to be really take responsibility for your own energy and whatever energy comes out of your mouth and words, verbiage. It should be healing um and if you're not healing you know let's talk let's talk about those you know we've all been through a journey um what do you what how do you view when people are sharing their healing ver journey and it's coming from a, a place of anger pain and frustration do you believe that's healing or is there another better time that most when we want to tell our story we should tell our story because i know for me i had to really wait till i was like emotionally detached and, and healed before i start saying that this is was my childhood and this is the insights i've learned from it what do you think about that i think everybody has their own unique process their own unique way and it's really hard to say one way is right and one way is wrong but i think that you know when you study human psychology and understand why people project their toxicity onto others as a as a means to healing it's not an end in and of itself they don't feel better right like i don't like the i don't like the word bully because it's pointing a finger at somebody and saying you are a bully and how is that different from any other kind of name calling 
when you when you encounter or you hear about a kid at school who people call a bully, nobody is talking about what's happening behind the scenes in the life of that child. And I think that this process of toxicity and imposing and and projecting onto other people starts in childhood. My grandmother used to say, "Honey, raising a, a child is like building a house. It's all about the foundation, honey." She said, "If you start out with a weak foundation, that house is doomed to collapse in on itself at some point." But if you really focus on building a strong foundation, then that house can burn to the ground and you can build it up again. Mm. Right? She was so that. wise. Her middle name was Pearl. Conversation that, you know, Henry and I are going to have about how to speak well and how to convey healing energy opposed to toxicity energy. Oh, I, you know, I I love that, you know, you know when you say you know we have we take responsibility and the foundation if i'm correct paraphrasing is that we really have to learn how to convey a message of love to one another and be aware of our words you know like bully like yes the 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 physical low level view of it is bullying but when we when we look at it from a higher perspective, we don't know what's going on behind this so-called bullies. Like, we don't know if they're being bullied, so to speak. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what's going on with them. And, and I love how you said compassion. We really have to share that thought of compassion. That it's not about the labels. Um, it's not about anything. It's about looking beyond that category, whether it be bullying or whatever it is, and saying and looking at the person and saying. How can I help you? Conversation that you know Henry and I are going to have about how to speak well and how to convey healing energy opposed to toxicity energy. All starts in early childhood when right. we are telling fairy tales to children. There's always a villain mm. that we can point to in the fairy tale who's the bad apple, who's <laughs> the bad character, right. who's the witch or the monster or the dragon that's destructive toxic force right yeah. but nobody closes the fairy tale book and tells their child that was a fairy tale and we call it a fairy tale for a reason mm. it's not reality there is it's much more complex and much more layered and we want to associate negative behavior what we would see as negative behavior and point to a villain and often it's the child who's exhibiting the negative behavior right. and without knowing where that is coming from or why it's being released right, right. rather than being stored because being stored up and not releasing it right. is also toxic building right right non right? yeah so if you're not talking that's very to that's toxicity that's toxicity that's toxicity, toxicity yeah, as well toxicity. as well absolutely right and talking um and and sharing garbage and anger and frustrating and labeling specifically labeling and not giving a person the space to share that's also from my perspective can be toxic t-a-l-k when we talk. talk sick yeah right we talk sick, sick. exactly you know? we talk sick when we're not speaking right. from a place of love right so I think what we need to be teaching children right. is that 
whatever is going on in that person right. has nothing to do with you and it's how you respond to it that matters right yes. people can say what they're going to say right. but we as an individual are the ones who decide whether we are going to accept it right. right the first thing when somebody criticizes me or comes at me um the first thing i i i ask myself cuz i'm the only person who has the answer right. is are they right are they right on any level are they right and if i agree with them right if they call me a name or if they say well you you're this or you you did that if i agree with them then it's up to me to change myself right i'm empowered to change myself now if i don't agree with them then it's none of my business what they think or what they say right. it's like water off the duck the the, the duck's back it you know curls up and rolls right off my back because it has nothing to do with me it has everything to do with their journey and my response is what matters mm, so. so we don't teach that to kids enough no we you know what we don't we don't teach children that um, we don't have to listen to the talk sick dialogue dialogue we we can create talk healing um, that is not something that we we teach our children nobody taught taught me about the inner dialogue. No one taught me to have a positive inner dialogue with with myself. What people did teach me was how to fight the negative dialogue and like I always said, fighting will contribute to someone fighting back. I don't want to fight that. I just need to stand That's in my right. Yeah, I need to stand in my truth and know that the way to combat it so to speak is just to give myself love talk healing words to myself instead of talk sick and or, or or agreeing with um those and i love how you said you know if someone says something about me um ask myself the question which is talk healing not talk sick right you that's can, right you can talk healing to yourself it says, does any of this resonate with me and i love how you stepped a step further and going and saying that no if it doesn't resonate with me i just take that toxic dialogue and throw it to the side and we should teach, right. yeah teach children these things like we teach kids like you know it's funny getting on tea what we teach children in school we teach kids some you know disrespect to biology you know not biology um you know certain things that we don't need in school like there are certain things that we do need i don't remember anything in school that taught me to have healing conversations with myself and others there's a lot of well, garbage. I think, right? I think it's all, people talk a lot about our inner child, right? We yeah. all talk about healing our inner child, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what people don't talk enough about is the inner adult that lives in children. Right. The inner adult. What does that, what does that mean? Right. Um, the inner adult is that voice inside the child that sorts those things out. Is this about me or is it about them? Mm, I love that. Right? It's that inner confidence that every child already possesses. We don't have to teach them. We just have to model the behavior. Pause for the cause. A Queen Be Divine original called Mershal. C-A-L-M Mershal. A calming moment where you can sit back and reflect at the information that you just heard. 
and also the three P's, pen, pencil, and paper, so you can jot down what vibrates with your inner core. Also, please be aware of your surroundings, because mental health means to always be aware of the beauty that surrounds you. Also, this is a great time to grab a beverage, water, juice, so we can keep the positive flow of vibration going throughout your body. Thank you for listening to this Queen Bee Divine original commercial, a moment in the podcast to just take a deep breath and reset. So let's get back into The Cure is a Conversation. Unpause for the cause. In their in their early childhood, their foundation years, because they are looking to us, adults, for how to be in the world, but also how not to be in the world. Mm. We know from a young age right. who I want to be like, who my role models are, who my heroes are, right. and we also know who we want to avoid being like. And... Again, it boils down to that personal choice. I have a story I want to tell you. Right. When I was, this was ni- uh, 2014, I was invited by the United Nations to go to Fiji right. to develop a workshop in creative activism for youth ages oh, wow. like 18, 18 to 30. Right. And I had about 30 young people, men and women, on all levels of society, there were some country folk, there were some wow. indigenous folk, there were some mixed race folk, there were some LGBTQA plus folk. Right. And it was beautiful mix of, of these, these Fijian young people. And they were really excited because their government was moving from a military dictatorship that was very oppressive. Right. Hey. I was just wondering if you were interested in learning more mental health tips to helping you become the best version of who you want to be, to encourage you that change can happen anytime and it doesn't always have to be negative. Do you want to learn from people just like you who've had stories and situations that they have overcome and still are going on the journey? Well, The Cure is a Conversation has guests just like that who share their story to inspire you to continue the journey to be the best version of you. So why don't you join me and become a monthly subscriber and you will have access to these fascinating and wonderful people and their story and get to listen to me as host of The Cure is Conversation. Come share the joy, transparency, and the victory of success because you define your success and these stories, they will help you to see that, hey, you're already there. Just keep going. Look forward to being with you and sharing the stories with you. Now a word from our sponsor. Are you a lost traveler? Of course you are. We all are. Whether we're traveling the landscapes of our own imaginations or the globe itself, each of us is looking for answers or perhaps new questions. Join me, your host, Henry Cameron Allen, on the adventure of a lifetime, where we'll talk about developing skills for a new day. We are all pioneers now. 
each of us a teacher, each of us a student. Let's talk about it on The Lost Traveler. Into the first democratic elections in over a generation, and they didn't know how to meet it, and that's why the UN sent me there, was to develop this workshop in creative activism using folklore. My background is in, in folkloric theater. And so when I got there, they talked to me about, because I knew nothing about Fiji and <laughs> Fijian culture. And they talked about how in the 1700s, the Methodist missionaries came down there and convinced the, the tribal leaders and chiefs of the islands that they were already Christian. They just had to cut away all the evil. And that meant stop telling your stories, stop telling your history. Right. Don't speak names of your old gods and spirits because they're evil. Right. And as we see, for instance, in Hawaii or in New Zealand, there are tribal dances that tell the story without words because to speak the words is taboo. Uh -huh. Okay, so they wanted to break through that and they wanted to pre present me with a song right. that was actually written decades earlier, but they felt that it spoke to the youth movement of the day, just that would speak truth to power and empower them to, to change the government. Well, the song was all about we are the oppressed we have been abused we have been you know uh, it was so negative and sad and you could feel the thickness of the sadness in these young people and i said you know that's a very powerful song right and what's missing for me is a message of hope and rising above the victimhood right and they, they didn't quite know what I meant. And I said, well, what's the opposite of victim? And nobody could answer it. <laughs> we went around, there are 30 young people. Nobody could answer that question. What's the opposite of victim? And there was this guy who was super tall. He was, must have been six foot eight. He was big as a mountain. He had a voice like rolling thunder. And I heard him say something under his voice, under, you know, just sort of quietly to himself. And I said, would you repeat that loudly for the whole room to hear? And he said, Victor. And I said, that's right. The opposite of victim is Victor. Victor, yes. You are victorious because you have survived. You have survived every oppressive horrible thing that your government and others have done to you you are a victor because we are standing here having this conversation today now everything that preceded this moment has led to your victory mm. right? right and they went back and they they wrote a second part to the song that was all about being victorious and all about survival and hope for the future and change and it was so powerful but i think can you imagine if we started teaching right. that to children right instead of being a victim change that the perspective alone would change and, and that's what it is little word yeah it's just a word and you know when we say again i love the word 
toxicity, huh? I said it, that toxicity. It, it really is, you know, it's a really great topic for uh, a title for this because, you know, when we teach children, you know, and we teach them how to communicate and teach them how to do that inner dialogue so they can shift their mindset, you know, it makes or break them if you're talking in love or if you're talking in, you know, rah, rah, rah. it makes or break them because like, you know, it, it, it it's amazing to see a child who's empowered and who yeah. knows that they are loved, that they are powerful and, and because that's the dialogue that they've heard their entire life. That dialogue's in school, that dialogue is in movies. And this is a definite perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> we love our segues. We love our segues. This is a segue moment. And you can see one of our many segues when we <laughs> host a show called Classic Screenshots. And which is we put up on Mondays. And why I put this into the conversation now is because children are learning from so many different avenues today. And TV and movies are one of them. And we specifically focus on classic uh, classic movies, not necessarily, but most times it's a good classic movie you haven't seen in a while. And we pull the characters off the screen and look, delve into their, their, what the characters mean, how, what we see come off the screen, whether it be, you know, um, whether it be color, race, or creed, religion, what, what energies can we pull from that to, to, to let people know that you know, that toxicity talk can be changed when we have the conversation. You gotta right. love this. This is fantastic. Look, I'm just, I'm just working that in. You see, I'm working in that, like, nice dough. Working it. Working it. Yes. Because it's, but it's important because t kids watch TV, and it's important. Like, adults, you and I, and when we talk to kids that we mentor, to explain to them, this is TV, this is what's happening, this is the character. You know, this is a form This is of fantasy versus reality. Right. This is fantasy versus re And I don't think we have that conversation enough because a lot of kids still dream of being these these on-screen heroes when really they can be their own heroes. And teaching kids, and that's why we have that show, um, and you can check that out on YouTube. The description is in the box. But let's talk a bit about that, Henry. What what do you how do you view from your perspective how TV or media or movies in general affect the way we see the world? Well, I, I think it's it's a huge influence, and that's why we started classic screenshots because our generation and probably the generation maybe two generations, but, but definitely our parents' generation. Right. We're raised on television and movies. And that was before the internet. That was before we had access to information and videos. And the closest thing that we, we came to was the newsreels before the movie yeah okay yeah but everything else was sort of face value right, right. i mean during during the time a lot of the movies that we're watching and we're and we're discussing movies from the silent era from the beginning of yeah. film all the way till now right. and there are some modern classics that we call classics um but most of them are going to be you know black and white from the 1930s 40s and so forth 
and and those are the foundations of the house because those are how our parents and grandparents learned life skills right because they weren't learning them at home and they weren't learning them at school where are they going to learn them they're going to learn them through media right and it's no different now no. It's no different now. Kids, I, I've interviewed a lot of young people, a lot of kids, a lot of teens, and I say, where do you go to learn life skills? And when I say life skills, I mean not just communication skills, but emotional literacy, financial literacy, sexual literacy, right. hygiene, grief, nutrition, health, all those things that every single person learns. Right. It's not a question of whether we learn them, because we do, right. but in what measure? And from whom do we learn? And how was that person's proficiency in a particular skill, right? Right. So these films and television shows that we watched as kids, even down to the Saturday morning cartoons, you think of the old Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry cartoons and, and Speed Racer and all that. There's a lot of violence in these cartoons. There's a lot of, uh, misogyny in these cartoons uh you look at any disney film and i guarantee you that before probably before 1980 or 90 it was actually a rule in the disney animation studios that any princess any disney princess her waist circumference had to be the same as her neck and that's an exact and that's a great example where we need to have the healthy talk about what's real you know what i'm saying it's a fairy tale right. it's a fantasy people are not shaped like that barbie <laughs> sorry but barbie is not a realistic interpretation i mean and to give credit where credit is due uh mattel the company that makes barbie is changing yes. the shape of barbie right because these things are changing with the times and we're doing better but when we're talking about the parenting generation which is us and that doesn't mean we have kids that means that we are the age where we could have kids we are the age that young people are looking to us for how to be right or not be right we're the parenting generation we need to check ourselves for our wreck ourselves because the tools that we have in our kit very often are outdated. That's yes. why these kind of conversations are so important. Yes, I love that you said, I love how you said that- We there, need to elevate our skills. Yes, we need to, ele- and, and, and I love how you said, I agree with you um, wholeheartedly about, you know, we need to elevate our skills. But a lot of us have tool, tools in our toolbox that we haven't had the positive conversation about. We haven't had the talk about, are these tools good for what I'm doing? Or did they serve the time that they were in? They were created for me. Um, and a lot of times I had to go in my own toolbox and realize that anger is not a good response to, to manifest joy. <laughs> I have learned that that I have to be responsible for my words because they do cause consequences if, if I'm just off at the mouth and, and I, you know, I'm doing all of this. Um, right. Also, um, if I want to be more eloquent and eloquent in my conversation and learn and know to use words as a powerful tool to heal, I'm going to have to surround my pe- self with people who are kin to that energy. Yeah. Right. So, it, yeah. you know, we, we don't put the onus on 
self-teaching or a self-analyzation or self-healing when it comes to kids we don't tell them that a lot of the work starts inside a lot of the work a lot of responsibility for you as we're making friends and getting older like you said this if you allow me to speak briefly about your son Cameron and you told me a wonderful story about him and a bully and I would love for you to expand on that because it's a great story for children to learn that we are talked earlier about bullying so please go into it and explain that 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 thought process that you believe your son was going through um, at that time so sit back and listen to the guest blase blase as they share their story and insights blase blase thanks this is this isn't something that I taught him This is something that came with him, I think, but also that I exhibited because I'm a very confident person and, you know, he was witness to my process when I was dealing with toxic people and their toxicity. So he was in kindergarten, which is like, what, five, six years old. And there was a new boy who came to his school, which was a very beautiful it was a Waldorf school and you know the the foundation years of of childhood are really cherished and there are no academics at all in the early childhood years they don't teach kids to read they don't force that on them when they're really really young like a lot of mainstream schools do and it's a very gentle and beautiful beautiful gesture of education and a safe environment and This new boy came to his kindergarten class, enrolled in the school, and this is a kid who, after school every single day, would go home and watch violent movies, even something like Batman or Star Wars, right? They're very violent. There's a lot of gunplay and a lot of fight scenes and stuff like that. So that would transfer into his behavior he would pick up sticks and hit kids with them he would push them around he identified with darth vader right and he would grab children by the neck and lift them up into the air and push them around and be mean and cameron started drawing him pictures and leaving them in his cubby pictures of a beautiful countryside with the sun coming up over the the hills or you know a tree full of birds or a field of flowers or a funny you know picture of a dog pooping or something you know (laughs) and and then he would duck around the corner behind the cubbies and he would watch to see this boy come and find these little treasures that he was leaving and the first time or two The boy came up, pulled the paper with the drawing out of his cubby, looked around to see who left it, and then he ripped it up or crumpled it up and threw it away. But then, Cameron said, because he came home from school and told me about this, he said, and then, Papa, one day, I was hiding around the side of the cubby watching, and he I know he went to his cubby to look for a picture. Right. I know he was going to look for my picture. Right. And he pulled it out, and it was a picture of my dog peeing or pooping. <laughs> and, and he giggled. He laughed for the first time I had ever seen him laugh. 
and he put the picture back in his cubby and walked away and then the next day I gave him another one and finally when I could feel that he had calmed down and he was really liking my pictures I jumped out from behind the cubbies and I said it was me all the time will you be my friend and he was they became best buddies and he stopped watching those movies he got rid of his toy guns and started playing outside and it was such a transformational thing that came from a child to another child so i don't think we have to actively teach these things to right. kids right. i think they come equipped i love how you said that i i, I do agree words and I, I really agree agree with you with the words you're saying and i thank you for correcting me on that side because we don't we come um without the baggage we are born without That's the baggage right. and then pure pure, pure. beautiful and then something Love. and you know and we and you know to the cure is all uh here is a conversation audience that you know we all come here pure and we all have the ability to talk with healing but then life happens and the people that we perceive has given us the challenge um, really allows us to go down a journey for self-discovery to have that healing conversation with us because they are loving us at the best they can at the level that they're at at the time that they're loving us. And we have a job as having that challenge placed upon us to come back like Henry and I have and many others have and to learn from that life and say, this is what we do and how beautiful it is your son Cameron said I'm just reminding you that y'all born with this and I'm just showing you no you know don't you, you know I'm just showing you and what a gorgeous legacy um, that Cameron has left and we continue to do that in our in our in our conversation even as each other we get on the phone like you know just a little bit um, about us the cure audience is that we have conversations almost daily um, and we are really I don't believe that we're conscious of the fact that we, you know, be nice. We're just really being us. And you resonate people like that where you can have a nice conversation and always give out healing. Always going, okay, how you doing? What's up? And we have the capability within ourselves to find those people where we can enjoy a good conversation and make it healthy. You know what I mean? Not all yeah. your conversation, not all the people you meet have to have toxic conversations. They don't have That's to be great. filled with toxicity. We have to choose love. And it for me, it's a conscious choice every day to choose the path of love, meaning having those healing talks. And you know, and that as yeah. I said, that's why deliberately. I deliberately. 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 And, and that's yeah. why I could collaborate with you on on projects because um, you allow me to walk forward with complete confidence that we're gonna have some great conversations and we're gonna learn some great insights. And that's special. And I think everybody should look for that, 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 that healing conversation and go get away from toxicity. It's a choice. It really is because I really believe you teach people how to treat you. And I've chosen not to have the toxic conversations with myself. I have chosen yeah. to talk to myself in love and I resonate it. I manifested it. Look at us yes. sitting here. Look at us. <laughs> well, and you know, all we have to do 
is look at nature. The conversation that, you know, Henry and I are going to have about how to speak well and how to convey healing energy opposed to talk citizen energy. Yes. Look nature. at a tree. Right. A tree does what to protect itself? It builds up a bark around itself. Right. And that bark is a barrier against toxicity. It's a barrier against the elements. It's yeah. a barrier against vermin and and uh, disease, dis-ease. Yeah, dis-ease, yeah, that's it. Right? And so if we imagine ourselves, um, if we imagine ourselves like a tree, right. that our core, our vital core is nourishing and healing and vibrant and full of juice and full of life and drawing from the earth and from the sun and and you know in harmony if we imagine ourselves like that and we hold it and cherish it with such preciousness that we allow ourselves to build up a defense against toxicity in our environment whether you're a child whether you're adult you can build up your bark love well said you can build up your bark yeah you can build your bark uh, no pun intended. Arr! <laughs> Arr! My, my dog, Flat Stanley's ears just went up. <laughs> Build your bark. And the other thing about bark is that bark is not like a solid, you know, stone mass that's impenetrable. A bark breathes. It's absorbent. It's still absorbent, but it's it breathes. It allows the tree to breathe. Right? So don't build up a bark of cement around right. yourself. Well said. Build up a natural bark that breathes and is able to gauge what you define as toxic or not. Right. Wow. How much you're able to let in right. to your core. To your core. And absorb. And that is when I when I say, you know, you decide what is yours and what is not yours. Right. That's your bark. That's that, that that's that's exactly it. Your personal choice, your personal power, you know what's good for you. That's your bark. And boundaries, although some people may not like your boundaries, it doesn't matter. It's it's for you. A tree doesn't look at me and go, hey, queen, do you like my bark? You, you, you want me to do it? But no, it just is because it knows what it's doing. It knows what's what's good for it. So that being said, yeah. Henry, I want to say thank you for um, being on this special episode to talking about toxicity because we we really have a lot to share um, and we also all also have a lot to share to saying it right. So <laughs> toxicity. You know what? Say it however it comes yeah, out. As, it is, you know, it, I love it, that. it is a tongue twister and we all know what we mean. Yeah, we all know. We just don't want no nasty, low-level bullshit talk no more. We want the healing vibrational love. The healing. That's love, what we're looking love for. Vibrations. So yes. no matter how Good you vibration. say it, toxicity, toxicity. Yeah, you said it. There hey. you go. Toxicity. <laughs> Be of sound mind. Know that you have the power to affect, infect anybody else's world. Know that it starts with you. And, you know, we'll continue this conversation. This might yeah. be just 
one episode of many of many episode one about toxicity different aspects of how talk affects our perception in life and if you want to get more of us until then don't forget to check out classic screenshots where you can find us on YouTube talking about the classic movies and the characters that we pull off the screen to teach us more mental health because life is all about the conversation whether it be on in the tube the boob tube so to speak on the screen or just between two people it's about being responsibility and remember we are all here to heal and ascend to a beautiful light place and there's enough room for all of us so i'm queen be divine and remember if you're looking for love outside yourself you've gone way too far start within and then let it resonate out in the world i'm queen be divine and thanks again for joining me on the cure is a conversation one love and take care of you greetings i'm queen be divine blase blase this is the cure is conversation blase blase i do hope you are having a great day blase blase because this is the cure is the conversation and listen to what we have to say so sit back and listen to the guest blase blase as they share their story and insights blase blase i hope that it will help you find your own light blase blase because the cure is a conversation blase blase so sit back and relax and listen, blase, blase.